Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. This is Bruce Clay, and today on SEM Synergy, Susan, Virginia, and Michael will take a look at improving your online business conversions. Our guest is Lauren Vaccarello, founder of LV Logic, and Virginia got a chance to talk to Lauren about turning traffic into conversions. Obviously, traffic without action is not as good as we'd like it to be. Uh, but first, let's take a look at an important step in improving conversions, optimizing landing pages. Take it away, Virginia. Good afternoon, and thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and today I'd like to introduce you to my co-hosts, SEO analyst Michael Terry, who you know by now, and senior SEO analyst here at Bruce Clay, Inc., Marianne Robbins. Hi. Hello. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it from semsynergy.com. Our guest today is Lauren Vaccarello, founder of LV Logic and a specialist in small business SEO, analytics, and conversion tracking. I got to speak to Lauren about turning traffic into conversions, so check that out after the break. To start off the show, though, let's take a look at one of the important components of creating healthy conversions, and that's optimizing landing pages. Well, um, it, it depends on the, the part of search engine marketing that we're you know, advising on, but it, obviously it's extremely important in pay-per-click campaigns. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, what many uh, SEOs and SEMs really focus on getting people to their sites and building uh, sites for search engines, and, and they kind of forget about what happens when human visitors get to the site that you really want to focus on usability and conversion. But, you know, the, really with SEO and, and, and search engine marketing, you, all of that can work really together is to build, you know, there's a lot of element, good elements from... Um, creating pages, good, good landing pages that can build into all of your siloing and your optimization elements, you know, good content. And all of that can just, just to build a better landing page that not only ranks really well, but also converts well and has high usability. Right. Um, so do you have any thoughts about, like, the actual construction of, uh, of a landing page? For instance, how simple or complicated do you think a landing page should be? My, my my feeling with this is is one you're going to start with picking your keywords that are appropriate and picking landing pages that that really target a specific market or group of people or grouping your keywords together because when you're you're create whatever you know your site is about you want to you want to your landing pages really is an opportunity to kind of pitch your product to a specific group or target or or spe- pitch a specific product. Uh, well, no, that's a really good point that you bring up. I mean, before we started recording, Marianne and I were talking about you had a client where you had to create a landing page for all the different um, groups that might come. So, say it was like this healthcare client, yeah. and then you had yeah, I mean, yeah, you you really want to just pick it. You know, you, you, your your site may be targeting a lot of different groups, but uh, a a landing page is an opportunity to just target a few simple cute simple keyword phrases and then to also ought to to 
tell a specific type of visitor what you offer and to make a very simple process for them to convert them into a buyer, whatever that process is. So if you have, say, for example, a site that has health insurance, you may have a lot of different types of people that you're selling to. You may have families. You may have individuals. You may have um, small business owners. You you could have somebody who is a retired, somebody who's a senior citizen who needs supplementary insurance. So you have all these different groups, and, and if you offer all of those products on one page, it, it gets confusing. But if you offer simple landing pages that pitches exactly what you have to that client, it forms a silo landing page that is specific to that target and it's it works into your SEO with building a landing page, with supporting content, with good cross-linking, with good um, anchor text to all of those links and content, but you're also having a good landing page for someone who say, for example, is looking for Medicare supplemental insurance and they're going to go to this page, they're going to see all of your content about that and it's going to um, you can build in all of your landing page optimization elements with a strong call to action, um, a, a good way for that person to convert them into uh, either you know whatever you want them to do. You want to fill them to fill out a form. You want them, you to contact them. You want to click to buy. Um, I was thinking, you know, this this sounds like a lot of elements that need to be on a landing page, which kind of brings me back to what you were asking, Michael, about how complicated or simple it should be. Just as from a user's perspective, I would think that. Um, you don't want it to be too complicated because if this is what you're coming, the first set page that you're going to find on a site that you're new to, then, you know, if it's very difficult, then you're just going to go back. Well, I mean, it depends on the situation. There's a trust issue here. So if you have a lot of credibility, if you have a lot of brand credibility and you're well known, then when the user clicked through, they probably already trust you. And you can go right for the sale. You could say, here's a bullet point of our value proposition. Um, you know, buy from us or fill out our form or sign up for our newsletter and they're going to be more, more likely to do it. If you're not as well known, if they're unlikely to already be aware of your brand, um, it can be beneficial to have a pretty long landing page and uh, because you have to overcome all the different trust elements and there's several different things and if you're a copywriter by trade then you'll know a lot of these but you know, you, you need to overcome their objections to why they would want to um, follow through with the action you want them to commit to. Uh, of course, if you're going to have a long landing page like that, you're going to make sure to want to have lots of calls to action because at the minute that they make that decision to close, then they need to be able to do it. I think the other element here is to look at, you know, look at it from a perspective of someone who's searching. And you need to, when they click on that page, they're going to have a few seconds, they're going to look at it, and they're going to determine whether or not this page is going to satisfy their search query. They're looking for something. They're either looking to buy or they're looking to research. And they need to, within a few seconds, be able to look at this landing page and determine whether or not this site is going to satisfy their search or they're going to click the back button. So you need to have the elements there that are going to, you know, either they're looking to research, they're looking to buy, and there can't be a lot of cluttered elements there on the page, even though maybe for SEO you want to have a lot of content. But it needs to be displayed in a way that's going to still convert well and allow that person within that snap judgment of whether or not they that page meets their, their is going to satisfy their search query. All right. Lots to think about. Of course, you're going to have to test all these things and make sure that you've got the highest conversion rate you can. But it's time for a break. Um, coming up, I'll be speaking with Lauren Vaccarello about her tricks for turning traffic into conversions. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. 
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on TopNicheNetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on TopNicheNetworks.com, specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management. TopNicheNetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. TopNicheNetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I am here with Lauren Vaccarello, SEM consultant and founder of LV Logic. Thanks for coming on the show, Lauren. Hi, it's great to be here, Virginia. Uh, before you started your company, you were the director of SEM and analytics uh, at um, a major online advertiser in the financial space. And while you're there, you were directing lead conversion tracking. So that's really important topic for internet marketers and businesses who are trying to turn their traffic into conversions, um, because it's great to have traffic, but it's even better to have conversions. <laughs> um, Absolutely. What, what are some of the common challenges you see businesses face when they're trying to increase their conversion rate? Well, what I found a lot of businesses are doing is they're so focused on getting as much traffic as possible, getting as many leads as possible, that they're not really looking at sort of the end game, not looking at ROI, but looking at, well, I know that if I get 10,000 visitors, I'll get this many leads, and I know that approximately I'll get this many conversions, but they're not actually looking at 
what leads and what traffic are bringing in revenue, what leads and what traffic are actually bringing in conversions, and they're really just focusing on, well, this keyword gets me this many visitors, so obviously if it gets me this many visitors, it must be doing something, rather than looking at it from the end and working their way backwards. So you think in that case that um, it's a matter of picking better keywords, or is there something else that people should be doing? I think a lot of it starts from picking better keywords. Uh, For example, for the financial services company that I worked for, it had a a lead gen model, and it converted offline. And for a long time when I had first started there, all they were looking at was getting as much traffic as possible and knowing that an increase in traffic brings an increase of conversions when they should have been looking at and eventually looked at, well, this, this is where our conversions are coming from geographically. This is what keywords we're getting conversions from and working their way back and fine-tuning what keywords they were getting and not necessarily looking for the most traffic possible, but looking for the best traffic possible. Um, what about other elements, um, like, for example, design elements or um, calls to action, things like that? Is that an uh, important part that maybe people are getting wrong as well? Definitely that. I feel like a lot of it, if you have a limited budget, starting from what keywords are converting, looking at those, and then going for getting the most out of those keywords and then expanding, instead of throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks, starting a little bit more focused and expanding and saying, well, these keywords are converting. Let's see, Let's experiment with these keywords. Let's use multivariate testing, and there are so many inexpensive ways to test your website now. Even Google Optimizer is a really great tool, and it's not really going to cost you anything, where before really testing and tracking cost companies a lot of money, and that was an excuse why they couldn't do it. Now it's so inexpensive, there's really no reason why companies aren't testing different calls to action, aren't testing different ad copy aren't testing different images just to see what could be converting better. So is, is Optimizer basically the main tool that you would suggest, or are there other tools that you would recommend for, for testing that company? Um, I think it all depends on, on budget. For a smaller to medium-sized business or just a company that doesn't have a lot of money to throw around, Google Optimizer is... It's really simple to use. It just takes a little bit of work on your end. If you have the money, test and target, which was bought by Omniture and is now, I can't think of the name, but it was test and target, is a really good tool, and they give you a lot of resources and a lot of help. But it's expensive, so if you have the money, it's a great option. If you don't have the money, Google taking over everything has pretty much made most tools free. So will that help you in identifying, like, abandonment points um, along the, the line that your consumers are going? Uh, you'll see some abandonment points, and what it will also do is use statistics to figure out if a change, if one web page making a, one web page doing better than another, than different ad copy are significant, statistically significant that if you're doing paid search, for example, and you're testing different landing pages for a series of keywords, if you're just looking at it, it's hard to tell what is actually statistically significant with 
checked in Target, I know they have everything set up, so Test in Target won't make a decision on a on a new web page, on new ad copy, unless there is a level of statistical significance. So it won't really make that decision and say this is a better this is a better ad copy, this is a better landing page, unless they have enough data to pull in. It's a really good option. What about offline conversions? I mean, those are a big part of some companies' um, business. How can we track those? <laughs> um, excuse me, uh, Salesforce which is a, um, a CRM package. A lot of companies will use it. There are a lot of different CRM packages out there, but Salesforce just happens to be the one that integrates the best. Mm-hmm. That um, Salesforce integrates with AdWords, so if you're a smaller, a smaller to mid-sized company and you're just looking to track your paid search offline and you just care about, well, if I'm spending money, I want to see what's really converting offline. Sales, uh, there's a Salesforce. There's a, a Google AdWords uh, option in the Salesforce App Exchange, so you can pull in all your AdWords data into your CRM. So inside of your CRM, you're actually going to see what how much you're spending on keywords, what keywords brought in what traffic, and you can see what keywords actually brought in sales and revenue. There are a lot of different um, CRM packages, but from what I've seen, none of them really integrate as well as Salesforce does. And if you have the the budget. You can do massive Salesforce integrations through Omniture Web Trends does a simpler integration. Omniture does a soup to nuts pricier integration, but they will do forecasting. They can do everything, and through the analytics package or through the CRM, you'll be able to see all of your on- have all of your online data combined with your offline data to get a really good picture of the entire marketing scheme. Very good. Um, I know you've got a lot of great stuff over at your site, lvlogic.com. You've got a little blog up there. Um, is there anywhere else that people can uh, learn more about what you've got, uh, all the knowledge that you've got to share? Um, I also, I track blogging on LV Logic, but I don't really do it that often anymore. I, um, I blog on uh, SEO Checks, which is a great website. It has a really, really good group of people. Um, Lisa D blogs on it. Julie Joyce blogs on it. So does um, both Jane and Rebecca from SEO Moz. It's got a great group of people in a variety of industries. And I'll blog on it a couple of times a month. They'll blog on it probably a lot more than I do and get some good information out there. And you're also a pretty regular face um, in the conference circuit. So um, if you're ever on a panel, it's, I definitely recommend checking that out. Like, uh, at SMX East just recently, you were on the SEM for Small Business panel, and I thought you really kind of gave a lot away um, as far as tools that businesses can be using and, and, and ways that they can be playing in the game for not that much money. And I think that's a, uh, a great point. It's just a big misconception that a lot of small businesses don't really think that they can do anything and can really compete with larger companies. Since they don't have the money, they don't have the budget, but, I mean, Google has all of our information and is good, is bad, but what Google ends up doing is freeing up a lot of tools, freeing up a lot of information, and there's so many great ways for a small business to not really spend a lot of money and get the same information that a larger company would get and probably pay thousands of dollars a year on tools and all of these resources. 
and with just a little more time, a small business can get all the same information. Absolutely. So, yeah, check out lvlogic.com, and thank you for coming on the show, Lauren. Thank you, Virginia. It was good to be here. In the next segment, Susan, Michael, and I will continue on the conversation of conversion tracking. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Market Edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia, and I'm back with Marianne and Michael. And before the break, I spoke with Lauren Buccarello about driving conversions from your traffic. That subject highlights the importance of tracking your conversions because unless you know what's happening on your site, you can't improve it. So um, conversion tracking just generally is um, the process of measuring the effectiveness of your site or page in getting your visitor to take a desired action. It can be anything from buying something to... Filling out a form. Mm-hmm. Uh, downloading something. It, it also could just line up for newsletters. Something else where you're getting information maybe to target them in, in a different way either, you know, to be able to sell them something. And so when you're tracking your conversions, you're saying, like, where is my visitor coming from? Are they, you know, taking that action? Um, How did they arrive at the site, mm-hmm. if possible, what their demographic profile is? Mm-hmm. is, is nice to know information. Um, 
tracking for something like PPC is really, really easy. If you use like Google Analytics, they'll give you a tag and you can just put it right on your, your completion page, the one right after your landing page, the one after the desired action is taken. And Google sets a cookie when you come through the PPC ad and they check what keyword the person landed on the site with. And so you have some really good um, tracking for that very specific use case. Right. I would think that you would really be able to focus your efforts on the keywords that are giving you the most conversions, if you know what they are. Well, yeah. I mean, I think conversion tracking is a major part of any SEO campaign where you want to see what, what keywords are driving the most traffic and which, what, where your um, efforts really need to be placed and to reevaluate important part in that process of reevaluating um, how effective your SEO has been because obviously bringing in traffic is is uh, not effective unless those people are are eventually buying or do, creating doing some sort of action that's convert you know uh, causing them to convert into buyers. So there's and there's a bunch of ways that you can do conversion tracking, um, like log file analysis. I think. That's a pretty useful way. It just things like click tracks or web trends um, will, you know, figure out, you know, all the things we said earlier, where they're coming from, what keywords they're using, and that kind of thing. Right. If you have access to the log files, that's going to give you the the most accurate information. Uh, a lot of time, page refreshes and load times and cancellations can make uh, JavaScript tag based. Um, analytics tracking a little problematic of course you've also got a lot lot more information in log files like spiders that are visiting your site mm-hmm. and things like that so you have a lot more filtering that you have to do yeah the google analytics is the other major you know conversion tracking tool and they have a lot of built-in functionality where you can actually set up um certain conversions and and track conversion rates in there with the, with it. it it gives you it, it's you know one of the easier things just to add with the javascript google it's pretty easy to set up you know there's more complex things like you know like web trends that can give you a little more information but google analytics overall is, is a good way to do your conversion tracking and i always like to recommend to use more than one analytics package that way you can actually audit them against each other and see you know there's going to be some variation there's going to be discrepancies between the different packages um each of them have their own different ways of handling things of course if you're using log files and the analytics is it's, there's going to be the issues that i talked about earlier with um, you know just like network errors and stuff but um it's useful because you can see if one is really out of bounds then you know that there's probably a, pro- a problem if they're in the same uh, you know magnitude um order of magnitude then you're probably okay but what do you do when you find out that uh you're not getting as many conversions as you want to well i think you need to look at the a a lot of different uh, things about why people aren't you know what point are they stopping is there is there some point in in your conversion path that people are specifically stopping and that's why you want to look at the path if people are getting and clicking uh, adding something to their cart and abandoning their cart you have to see why are what's what's causing them is it is it something specific in the in the checkout process that they don't like do they have another question that you can answer can you be uh, can you provide them some sort of reassurance that the, that they should continue on to buy or um, you also could just look at whether or not maybe you're targeting the right keywords. Maybe you're not. Maybe this isn't a good keyword for you to target. Maybe you need to refocus your optimization efforts on a different group of keywords that's going to convert better. Sure. Or I mean, 
the landing page might be too generic. You're trying to convert for too many keywords on that landing page, which is sort of dovetails with your point. You want to be more like these sites that have a different landing page for each keyword that's coming in, so you can be very targeted. Um, the more targeted you are, the higher your conversion rate is going to be for sure. Um, and the less hoops you make them jump through. Sure. And it, it all goes back to context also. Depending, you want to make sure that your landing page is targeted to the context that they came from. So if they came from a newsletter or what have you, you want to say something like, hi, visitors of such and such's newsletter. If they're coming from a PPC ad, you want the very top of that landing page to have the same words that were in the PPC ad so that they know they've reached the right place. It's about the thing that they thought they were going to get, and that's going to get them in the right frame of mind to, um, to think about your value proposition as they go further down the page. Yeah, then if, you, if, you, if you're having trouble with that, maybe you make changes. You can do some A and B testing to see whether or not maybe a, diff a few changes would make a, a difference if you're um, if you, maybe a stronger call to action or something like that. Before re-optimizing the page, you can do a little bit of fine-tuning just to see if, if changing the colors of the font or something like that would make a difference. But generally, it's, it's, you want to really focus. The, the things that are really going to affect conversion rate are more of the content on the page, the layout, and the and that process, the, the, the conversion process. Right. I mean, and so much of it comes down to the ad copy. And mm -hmm. like I alluded to in the previous segment that we were on, uh, copywriters know a lot of tricks. There's dozens and dozens of things that you have to know about overcoming objections, setting time limits so that they feel like they have a deadline to meet um, to complete the action. Another thing you can do is um, eye tracking. You can just do sort of informal eye tracking. Have some users watch your view your landing page do they follow the normal z pattern do they get funneled into the um, calls to action so that uh, that's something you can do without having to use any special uh, software or anything like that just watch their eyeballs all right good stuff that's it for this week's show thanks to webmaster radio for producing sem synergy and to lauren baccarello of lv logic for coming on the show if you have any internet marketing questions or comments about what we talked about today or some other topics, send them over to semsynergy at bruceclay.com. We'd love to hear from you. Come back next week when Sage Lewis of sagerock.com will be on the show discussing the future of Yahoo, obviously a very timely topic. This is Virginia, and on behalf of Marianne, Michael, and myself, thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Synergy.